This is Future Sight, a war machine and horse show covering games, events, theory, the matter and more. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to the channel for more content at KS4 Gaming. Thanks and enjoy. So, welcome back to Future Sight. Uh, I'm Dan, I'm joined as, uh, as normal. Oh, they're, 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 uh, Images have disappeared. Let's try and uh, refresh those. That's awkward. Uh, joined by uh, by Ben and uh, and Evan. Uh, hopefully, you, you can, can you guys Hello. see yourselves on your uh, on your setups. Is it just if I just lost you somehow? I can definitely see myself. On oh, let's, uh, okay, you've um, you've reappeared. Yeah. If you if you both have your your prize winner, there you go. We got you back again. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. welcome, 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 everyone. We got the full team again. Having come off the back of having fun all weekend while I um, got stuck at home with kids. Such is my life sometimes. So yes. thanks for joining us if you're watching us live. Whilst you've got to spend, while you've got to I spend, some weekend, co- I got to spend some show. quality time. Yeah, it was, uh, although there was some yeah. vomit involved. <laughs> so uh, it oh, was, wow, uh, yeah. Wow, you're, you're working really hard to sell parenthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're joining us on, uh, on Twitch, don't forget you can uh, use your Prime subscription. Uh, to avoid the adverts and stuff, we well, just just subscribe anyway and just like enjoy the show. And then don't forget you obviously follow us on social media uh, and uh, check us out on YouTube and Patreon for extra stuff that I post. So well done, guys! It sounds like you had an awesome weekend. And yeah, like I said, I I got to deal with uh, a, a vomiting uh, four year old at five in the morning until about midday, at which point she fell asleep for the rest of the day. Uh, so uh, yeah, I had, I had to, she was, she was fine the next day. Uh, we spent the day doing gardening, which I hate. So, but I had to get done. So I, I, I cut, I cut a lot of stuff down while she sort of helped in inverted commas. But, um, yeah, it was the first, first, uh, first event at, uh, at Asgard that I've missed since they've started there. So I was a bit, uh, Oh, no. it, was, it was my first visit to Asgard. I really like the venue. Yeah, oh, it's, it's got a lot going for them. Yeah, it is fantastic venue-wise. Um, yeah, really, really good stuff there. Um, so, do you guys want to uh, give us a, a, a brief rundown? Obviously, you were there. You you knew what uh, what the crack was from yeah. there. How did how yeah. did the event go? So obviously, there was there was a, a whole weekend. So this is this is Warsaw, the warlords of Warsaw, the warlords. The Warsaw Warmasters, as they now said, Warsaw Warmasters, Warsaw Warmasters, and hosting that at Asgard. Some point, I think. Yeah, exactly. And then they're, they're hosting at Asgard Games in Warsaw, which is a fantastic like um, uh, board game calf and gaming venue. It's like got a bit of the whole lot, which is really cool. So very, very nice. So dive in, boys. What what, yeah. what went down? Okay, so. Uh, actually, my my first game was a little friendly getting manhandled by Rob McCormack on Friday. Oh, let's let's stop you for a minute. Wait, um, stop you. Let's stop you. So, so what was the what was the format? How did the like the weekend come together? So, there's a ah, team, so there's a team event on the Sunday, but Saturday you both um, turned up early to do the the extra games, right? The the steamrollers. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, it had the, the feel almost of a pseudo what you call an American style convention where it's not just one weekend long tournament as is sort of more standard yeah. in uh, in the uk it was sort of the, the the saturday was very much small steamrollers friendly games who's the boss games um 
people sort of dropping out of steamrollers and, and, and just sort of trying to find whatever games they wanted, really. So that was going on all through the Saturday, yeah. building up to the team event that I know you guys spoke about. Uh, so if, if you haven't ago. played a American-style con, it's, a, it's actually a really nice idea where you've got multiple events and, like, there's no shame in, okay, you've lost your first game. Well, stuff it. Drop out, play the next one. It's starting in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. you just and you just keep it going throughout the day, um, so it's it sort of keeps the excitement going and the opportunity for placing going all through the day. Cool. So it's a it's a really nice style of events do for a change. Um, so yeah, so that's what they were doing on the first on the Saturday, and then on the Sunday was the team event. Yeah. So it was an opportunity really to kind of get together for a full weekend gaming, as opposed to just a as opposed to the one day events. Yeah, yeah, that makes this sense. Is, yeah, and this is this is one of those that's always di- uh, divides people a little bit. Some people prefer the one days because you just have to find half a weekend. Um, I prefer the two days. Uh, where a lot of people say, right, especially if you're going to travel quite far, you can't justify it for a one-day event. Yeah, you want to make it worth your while, right? So, but for a two-day event, you can justify, right, I'm going to take a day off work. I'm going to you know, make a big push for a full weekend event. Yeah. That's, so, and that's why an event... Nice to have both. That's the price of living down what south. They, what they put on is... <laughs> But what the Warsaw guys did, I think, is so is so ideal because there are people who were there just for the Sunday, people who were there just for the Saturday, people, yeah. dedicated people like Kevin and I who were there for both. Yeah, <laughs> so splitting it into two, splitting into two, two events for the one double day, uh, you know, full weekend was a really smart move. Like, kudos to Chris and the team. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the Saturday first, then about uh, you guys and your experience there, right. and then. And then the the majority of the show will go through the actual what was probably like the more competitive and the more interesting uh, sort of side with which is the, the team event obviously they they come around a little bit less yeah. frequently and uh, and there's a lot of love for team events so so Saturday how did uh, how did it start for you both uh, Ben do you want to kick off yeah so I, I I played I played three games on Saturday and 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 that's we're not gonna linger too much on the menu because I played like an absolute asshole for most of it. Um, <laughs> but you, very, very useful learning games, all of them really. So I got to play against uh, Jacob Graham uh, playing Wormwood. I dropped uh, Falseer into that. Uh, lost. I went second. It was The terrain was 90% forest even to start with. Oh, and <laughs> the main takeaway Main takeaway lesson that, that I do from that is I, I picked the wrong obje- objective. Uh, you're playing into Hellmouth, and the that instinct is to take the anchor objective yeah. to, to give yourself a bit more protection yeah. against getting Hellmouth. It was the absolute wrong call for me, for my list. I've got Falsia, she can't be pushed. Two Tridents, they can't be pushed. So I've got enough protection against that. Right. What I didn't have any of was Isla's sight to see through Kruger's clouds. So that was very yeah. much the objective I, objective I needed more yeah. because without that, there was nothing... I, there was a... With two Kruger clouds and one Wormwood forest, his his entire half of the table was blocked off from me. Yeah, that's, uh, that's he has the alpha on you flawlessly. whenever he wants. Yeah, exactly. He could take a heavy off me and not have to feet to protect himself. It yeah. was... 
was a rough one. So, uh, but you know, but better you, to be on the Saturday than the Sunday, right? Exactly. You play these games to to learn things like that, yeah. and, and very much definitely took a lesson from from that one. So, uh, hopefully, be a better better placed in the future. Mm. Uh, then I got to play against Tom Andrews, uh, the legend of the Fish Court server, and a WT Judge, uh, as he's going to be this year, which is, oh, cool. which is fantastic. Cool. Uh, and just got to play a seven-turn grind into medium base Lucant spam. Oh, that's going to take it out of you. It, yeah. it, it, and it was... It, it's one of those lists that I, I I saw all the changes that were made to it um, in in the update and, and things that have changed in the convergence CID that went that went through some time ago now, but I've not experienced it. And until you do, it doesn't fully make sense. I uh, haven't played into it yet. I'm I've yet to have the pleasure. It's just so many boxes. And if it if it gets you with positive charge with the finisher on the eradicators, it hits very very hard. Yeah, uh, right. It's a it's a great it's a great list. I man I did manage to get through it. I, I that was the one game where I didn't play like an ass. Um, I managed to mitigate vengeance well, mitigate a reasonable amount of the recursion, and if you can sort of control those two things, uh, you can you can handle the list reasonably well. So. Uh, eventually got got to the point with Kalissa, as so many of my Kalissa games do, where he just can't kill the second Hyperion. Yeah. And then there's a handful of Rissavast left, killing off whatever's, whatever's still hanging around. So were that you, was a very good game. Were you both um, playing your your list you were due to play on the Sunday, or do you take some extra stuff for Saturday in case? Well, yes. And, and I, more, I stuck with the same. I would say the vast majority of people who were playing both were doing that. Just took the two lists with them, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and and then I had a very rude awakening uh, with my first game uh, into Baldwin Ass Mountain. And have you have you managed to dodge it for, for a while? Then managed to dodge it. Managed, I still I managed, haven't um, played into it. I still have not had the managed to dodge Crucible Guard almost entirely. There's no there's no Crucible Guard. Well, I say there's no Crucible Guard in the Northwest. I played Tom from the Northwest, but he's the only one. Uh, <laughs> He's he's sort of over in over in Southport. So yeah, I I, I played in Tom Wiggins, um, and it, it it's one of those matchups. I I think most people will lose first time. It's it requires a very specific uh, response. Yeah, uh, I I wasn't able to to deliver that well enough. I I killed a lot of it, but. With some some slightly spiky dice, four assault troopers kill the Hyperion. It's yeah. it doesn't matter how much of it you get through, whatever's left can kill whatever you've got. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too big, too big a swing. Very, it's very tough, especially it's into Rissavast because the assault troopers the assault troopers ignore so much of what Rissavast do yeah. because they RFP whatever they hit, so you don't get to take oh. the. You don't get the swing. last pressing. Yeah. And then because risk of us always want to be base to base with each other for the, those various benefits, the POW 12 eruption of ashes also then oh, wow. don't yeah. they're not attacks, so they don't trigger the attacks either. So they can yeah. remove the risk of us and, and it's and it's just a power twelve rather than blast damage as well, so it gets around girded. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So 
Tom Tom played it very well, very very cleanly. You've got Rocket Man in his list, which I know is unusual for uh, for the Baldwin list, but yeah, uh, they, they were very very decent as well. And it's just one of those you you've got to play into it, you've got to see how it works and lose yeah. to it, and then uh, play into it better next time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I was sad and I went home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ben, uh, so Ben, uh, ben goes home after a couple of games, but. Good, good, yeah. good uh, practice. Three, I think three games. Yeah, three, three games, games is a good, good number of right. games. Three more than I did, right? I can't. <laughs> can't <really. laughs> Here I am, slacking at home. Uh, so, uh, I, so Evan, I, I added a, yeah, I added a couple friendlies into that. So uh, from the Friday, actually, I I got my first game into being manhandled by the legend that is Rob McCormack. Um. It's fantastic. He's so he's finally dropped his Karchev two to let you know lesser mortals pilot, and he's now playing around with Malakov. Yeah. Um, and that's that was quite an interesting one where I can still I can win the attrition game, and I I was I was able to do that quite handily. Um, and in between Rob's three hundred and seventy third awful pun, that man has an atrocious habit of just making every he never met a pun he didn't like yeah he loves um, it and, and somewhere around 373 he suddenly realizes oh hey wait i can win on scenario and shoves me out of everything <laughs> um, an absolute jed so that's, it was really good to see what malakov is bringing to the table yeah um and then we got into you know saturday the actual tournament games um, so first up was Rich uh, pulling up uh, Infernals again. And, you know, like you say, you have to play into a whole lot of these lists one, pa- you know, patent, a couple times to learn them. Uh, Rich, I think it's Paget's playing yeah, Infernals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he was the other side of this one. He, you need to play into Kruger a couple times before you realize. And you need to play specifically into Kruger Secret Masters a couple times before you realize the crazy damage it can put out. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, here's bottom of one. Uh, he's kind of set up, and I look at this, and I actually say to him, like, you need to feed this turn. He's like, I don't think so. We'll, we'll hold back. And I duly take off four heavies without really putting in too much effort into it, because that's how hard Kruger can hit if you... You know, did, did, you say, did you say what was what Panther was playing? Sorry, he was playing Infernals. He was playing Zaataroth with yeah. two Soul Snakes and a couple of other things. Oh, cool. Um, but the two Soul Snakes—they're interesting, but they are bugger all armor, and it's quite yeah, shocking what you can do to them with a pair of Death Archons. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> like the the Death Archons the, themselves basically kill them. It's like some sort of Asian fusion fucking cooking table. Of scythes uh, chopping up snakes, pretty much. Yeah, it it really is, and it's just yuck. It's just carnage everywhere. So that was a fairly brutal game. Uh, second was actually quite in, was quite interesting. So second was into the legend himself, uh, Brett Wilkie. Yep. So this is this is like the mirror of all mirrors. So we've got the podcast we've got the podcast mirror from epic flail and chaos born right. we're both playing circle <laughs> we both drop chromac 1 and our lists are not quite identical but as close as makes little difference yeah. we're both overeducated middle-aged men playing toy soldiers like this is as mirror as it gets 
Um, and it turns out that even though Brett plays better than me and I learned a fortune out of it, the real secret to that matchup is winning the roll off to go first, which I did. And hence, <laughs> I know how to roll that one dice better and I win. Ah, oh, there we go. That, cool. That's what Chromec versus Chromec really is. <laughs> so, uh, so, so we, we, can, we can say that we're definitely better than Epic Flail, right? Is that that that's the, the take home? Cool, cool. I'll, I'll have that in the bag. <laughs> we we have Fondango telling us that Kruger started giving giving him cold sweats. Yeah. The, the, the do we thing... know? Do we know who a Fondango is? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Reese. Yeah. Is that Reese? <laughs> oh, so. we'll get to poor <laughs> old. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to you later, Reese. <laughs> like like some sort of flashback. Um, Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Um, and then my third game, I have to give you the more details than I want here because this is my prime moment of staggering stupidity. So it really needs to be stated. <laughs> so we need to set this up properly. So I was playing into Jacob, um, who you played earlier, Ben. Jacob's the, the uh, captain of um, got... England Bulldogs, for those who England don't know him Bulldogs. that much. He's one of the England WTC teams. So, so. so he's, draw- he's got Wormwood and Tanith, and he looks at this and he doesn't want to play Wormwood into Chromac because that's a bit of a miserable game. So he drops Tanith. I look at this and it's like, there's no way he's dropping Wormwood, so I'm going to drop Kruger. And his, his Tanith list is really in shit into Kruger. I out-threat everything. His big shooting advantage is a lightning pigeon, which my entire <laughs> army is immune to because Kruger's fair. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty swingy. So, you know, he's looking at this and just miserable. I'm looking at this. I am as overconfident as I can possibly be. <laughs> I okay. spend Kruger's, I get first turn, I spend Kruger's stack, I, tele, I TK up everything, I charge up Kruger. And I'm really just getting very, very aggressive. Is this you the told, pride? You told the engravers to, you told the engravers to pop your name on the trophy straight away. <laughs> yeah, is, I is, mean, this, is this the pride like, that is going to cometh before your fall? Heaven it, it really is. <laughs> okay. How, how <laughs> bad is the fall? Point, oh, well, uh, do you remember which caster I said he was playing? Uh, yeah, Tanis, right? Uh-huh. So Tanis' feet... I remember this now, is <laughs> makes all of her war beasts into, um, what's it called? Into arc nodes. Arc nodes yeah. And all her spells become cheaper. And Kruger so, has spent all of his fury TKing spent, the world. So he hasn't spent everything. He's oh, got okay. one fury and he's got the hermit next to him. Okay. Because he's got seven fury, three TKs, leaves him on one fury. Um, and she, uh, Tanith also has dark power, basically gives a science importance on every spell she casts. Mm-hmm. So there's this incredibly bleak looking Jacob, like his, his face is in his hands. It's just a miserable time. And suddenly there's this flash of light in his eyes, like, maybe I can kill Kruger. I was like, well, fuck it, I'm going for it, because what else am I going to do? And he met, so he runs up Loki just to be an arc node. Tanith walks up, shoots a shifting stone next to Kruger to shadow bind him. Yep, and nice. it's still only about a 40%er, but that's way better than he had if he doesn't uh, go for it. Yeah. And proceeds to spam six bleeds into Kruger's face to kill the bastard. 
I, I mean, I mean, oh, I, I'm very sorry I mean, for your loss. <laughs> no, no, no one, no one's sorry. Even I'm not. Yes, sorry. Oh no, my my teammate. Oh no. <laughs> I got no sympathy from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on at this point because I was having a wonderful time getting assault trooped all over the place and just hear <laughs> her cheers going off from a table and uh, a few tables away. Yeah. That was, and that was at that same miserable table you described where that was just circle heaven. That's just, just forest. It's just forest. There's all it's enough, forest. To, it's, enough, it's enough to make me want to play Viros two again, basically. I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't bother. You know, you don't bother playing Wormwood because his feet doesn't matter. It's all forest anyway. Like yeah. that kind of table. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so, so yeah, that was fun. And then, and then I even got a friendly into um, Ryan's uh, Lucas. Yeah. Which I managed to squeak out. Purely because it takes Ryan four boosted uh, rolls to land a nine to TK Gatorix. Um but that's a that's a very very that's an incredibly tight game. It's not. I don't know who's advantaged, but that Chromac uh, Lucas game is a really tight one because you so, you can't cover everything. Even how, how does inches. how does it end? Then do you just like grind it out or? Um, I basically win that. I win that on kind of scenario or grinds if he has to spend too much to kill Getterix. Yeah. So he still kills Getterix, but he doesn't kill enough. And yeah, then I've got all the mobility with Chromac to just retaliate really hard. Cool, cool. Wow. Is that uh, is that the that last was Saturday? The last for the day. That's not a bad uh, day for the pair of you and uh, cheeky cheeky extra yeah, Friday. Yeah, it for... was. It was a really fun. Really fun day, really chill, very yeah. very relaxed. There was there was who's the boss going on? The, the, the sort of like twenty five point games when people just had a brief yeah. moment of time in between. Yeah. Uh, in, in between rounds, it was it was great, wonderful atmosphere. Really love that kind of day. Yeah, there was a lot really to put on a good show as well. Like you, the the, the venue staff, uh, I should say oh, as really well, good. are fantastic. You know, they're they're all like really really like sociable and, and very. Very polite and nice. Uh, the food they, they bring out is cracking, and, and then obviously you had the team behind uh, it. They're, all take, the they're taking the mac and cheese off the menu. So I was never sold on the mac and cheese, but they have got a new burger that looks even better than the last one. So I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I uh, mean, I'm a burger yeah, guy. good burger, a good chicken burger. No, they've they've got some really good grub there. Yeah. So. And oh man, I forgot I forgot to actually buy myself a bottle. But I did make use on the Friday night of they sell mead by the glass for you. Oh, I've got a bottle of that somewhere in the house. Um, yeah, yeah. From the from the steamroller sure I won, I used my call. I used my winnings and went straight to the bar, hmm. slapped down my uh, my little token. I was like, "Can I buy a bottle of mead with that with those winnings?" And they were like, uh, "You might have to pay a bit extra, I think." But uh, yeah, I got one. I was like, "Cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. You get mead at Asgard, like. Yeah. What's not? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't That's you, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It'd be weird if you didn't. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, so do you? Uh, have you? Have you got like a hotel, or are you staying with one of the locals at this point, and you, uh, you bought off? Uh, I was. I was staying with. Um, with I one stayed of with Zill, didn't you? Still. Yeah. 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 So that was really cool. I had a local to show me around and uh, and entertain me, and we were kind of chatting through. Way too much War Machine all weekend, which yeah. is actually awesome. 
Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. I uh, I went home. I went home because it was only about an hour and a half drive either way, and I made this plan before fuel prices went insane. So it would it would have been cheaper to stay in the hotel in the end. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Right. So let's move on to the 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 big the big competition, the the team event. So obviously, uh, both of you are are part of England's WTC team, England Roses. Um, Ben's captain England and. And uh, there's all three of the England teams uh, at the event. Um, there's like uh, some of the Welsh players um, propped up by Swindon Meta there because a bunch of us couldn't make it. And then there's um, obviously the local team, which is Owlface, which is the, the rest of the Warsaw Warmasters. Um, Inverted, which is your local team normally, um, Ben. Uh, Mammoths, who are mm-hmm. the, the Liverpudlian lot, right? The Merseyside Mammoths. That's right. And then Team Flail, who are obviously York and uh, that splitter. Paul, who's now a southerner, um, and that's uh, yeah, that's the, that's the lot. So, I think, I think, I think, I think it was worked. It was worked out with that team. I think there's over fifty years of war machine experience in oh, that. Oh, good God, really? Yeah, I would, I would wow. yeah. Oh, oh, only about two of them in the past five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Brett's the only oh, one wow. that, that's like carried on through. Yeah, there's had various drops. Yeah, so cool. Well, so who who did you uh, who do you find you were up against first? You, there was a, a draw before, right? So you knew you knew before the day. Was, yeah, and, and we we got we got the roses. Uh, we got the uh, lions. Lions. We yeah. got England one. England versus England. Start with a nice civil war. And honestly, <laughs> I I was really pleased. Oh God, is that um, the War of the Roses? No, no, surely no. everyone you fight is the War of the Roses because you're a bunch of roses. It is, and I'm and I'm a, I'm a Lancastrian lad, so it's uh, always always going to be that way for me. So, no, I, I was I was really pleased to play them because I knew it would be a great test for a really good sort of acid test for teams. So, yeah, yeah, can yeah. we compete with 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 the first England team? Are we going to get sort of stamped by them, and or or can just you know, we're playing this event not to win it. We're playing this event to learn from it and get better ready for the WTC. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's a fantastic opportunity, uh, and, and and you you don't do that without playing good teams, and so it guaranteed us yeah. around into a good team. So, um, the matchup process went reasonably well. Uh, for those not familiar, we won't run through it blow by blow. Uh, if you look at the VTC or WTC player packs, it runs through how that works. Um, we basically it alternates each team picking a player to put down and then picking a matchup and then picking what table that goes on. Uh, yeah, that one, process one, repeats. One, one team gets the an extra matchup choice, the other team gets the table choice, and depending on how, how you think you're going against the team, um, if you win the roll off, I think um, at WTCs often table choices are. Are the, the primary choice? Just because I mean, the, the, the terrain there anything is... like, Yeah, if they're anything like what we saw on the weekend, table choice is possibly more important than match. Yeah, the, the, the WTC terrain is be, huge. Uh, so, sorry about anyone. It used to be you absolutely picked the tables because it used to be one team picked three matchups and no tables, and the other oh, picked God. two matchups and all the tables. Yeah. So for the past couple of WTCs, you always pick to pick tables because those five table yeah. choices are far more advantage than one more yeah. matchup choice. Whereas now it's swapped to three and two, two and three, 
I think it's a it's a great change. I think it makes it very even now. I I hadn't even twigged that. I didn't realise they've changed the pack. So that that's that's cool. That's a lot more balanced than. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, definitely a fan. It of is. It is. It's a a really good change. So, uh, my my team champions actually all three rounds managed to win the dice roll for me. So they uh, I my <laughs> nominated teammates. So, and and on each occasion we chose to put down the first player. So taking the two matchup choices and the three table choices. Yep. Um, the main reason thought behind that for me is if I've got someone on my team who has exactly one bad matchup, I like to put them down first. Uh, in pretty much all cases this weekend, well, two, two of the three cases, that was Zilver who had one specific thing that he wanted to dodge. What that means is I can put him down, nominate him first. They put down, if they think the same way as us, they will put down the bad matchup and one that Zilver can play into. Yeah. And then we, we get that good matchup by, by picking the other one yeah, and straight you away. And you guarantee to avoid the bad one. Exactly. I, w- I would rather avoid bad matchups than get good ones. Yeah. I, I trust agree. my players. I think they're good enough to win games. So if we we were rating on a one to five scale, if I can get my team all threes, then I'm happy. I think in this in this first round against the Lions, we got two fours, which is slightly positive, two threes, which is even, and one two as a as a slightly negative one for me. Um, so I was pleased with how that went. Ryan and I sort of spoke. So Ryan and I actually ended up playing. Uh, captain against captain, and we were the first to finish. So we spent quite a long time talking about this afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly who who played who during this round. It's it's uh, nearly a week ago. Zill played Zill played Dean. Uh, uh, we had Paul played into Golly. Dan Dan oh, played no, Dean because I watched it. Dan sorry, Dan, Dan, sorry, Dan played Dean. Who, so Zill must have played into whoever was left. You're right. Andy. Andy's guy. No, no, no. I played Andy. All oh, right, okay. Uh, so Golly was left there. Uh, right? an, an interesting... Or Chris. Yes, ah, that's Chris. it. It would have been Chris into Chris into Zill. Yeah. Yes. An in, an interesting thing about the way the WTC matchup process works, especially when you get two very good teams matching up against each other, is it's amazing how many mirrors you end up with. Yeah. And I think that is a byproduct of the table selection process. So the, the way this went, for example, is we, we put Silver down first because he wanted to dodge the circle. So they put down the circle and... Chris, the attribution, we pick Chris, knowing that then Circle is left, and we pick two guys that are going into Circle. Yeah. Whoever the Circle player picks, we can pick the table for that, and you'd love to pick tables against Circle. Yeah, obviously, that's sure. got an disadvantage. Naturally, in a response to that, what the Circle the circle player who's down does is picks the Circle mirror. To nullify that advantage, yeah. so if we're picking an anti-circle yeah. table, then both people suffer from that. Us slightly less, I'd say, Evan, because you're not playing Wormwood, so you possibly don't need the terrain as much as some of the circle players do. I mean, a little more. I was really happy to have the choice of table, so yep. that I could pick something with a cloud in the middle or something that didn't have a big forest in the middle, because the last thing yes. I want to do is give Wormwood yeah, a, a, a big. 
a, well, not even his feet, just giving him a big forest to stick a, um, his little summoned forest next to. Yeah. And just dominate that part of the table so easily. So being able to pick and not give him a central forest was massive. Yeah. So as, as a result, yeah, so we, we end up with, with two mirrors, the Legion mirror and, and the Circle mirror, and that's really not unusual uh, yeah. if, you, if you look through the stuff. High-level team events, you you will see it fairly often. The VTC, I think, was was incredible yeah, for, for that last time. Yeah, yeah. You you can see the um, um, the the Legion mirror uh, if people want to watch it back uh, on the, the Warlords of Warsaws uh, YouTube channel. It's a uh, it's a good I one to watch. I need to watch that actually. I, I literally watched it yesterday. Yesterday, today, some yeah, yesterday. <laughs> it's great Honestly, because Ryan has been just talking Ravagors for so long that it it really is kind of you know. Warms <laughs> yeah. my heart. So let's, uh, so let's talk to you about your game. Very, Sorry, about it. Go on. Through my game very briefly. Uh, I was playing into Ryan. Uh, it was Baldwin, Ass Mountain, and it was uh, all the things that I had learnt from the game against uh, Tom on the Saturday evening uh, did not work in any way, shape, or form, uh, and I lost again. Uh, so I think it's uh, it's a bad matchup. Uh, it's, a, it's a rough one for certainly my rep pair. Ryan's an exceptional player. They get the re-roll to go first, so I'm not likely to even get that advantage. Uh, and it's just one that feels feels fairly tough. So it was it was one that I had highlighted as a bad matchup. Uh, you're usually going to end up with one of them as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult to yeah. avoid that if your opponent knows, knows what they're doing. Ryan took advantage of it and beat me soundly. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that was your, your I... Kelsa double Hyperion double... Fed yeah. Last, yeah. yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna try Falsir into it next time. I don't it doesn't feel like it's any better, but my my logic to try Falsir next time out is that a good crucible guard player isn't going to let Kalissa do something wild and beat them. But yeah. sometimes Falsir just does stuff. Yeah. But I mean the, 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 the traps are a little unpredictable, it's it is hard to deal with. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I might, I'll probably try that in the future, just to just to see if it it can it's do. It's also a lot. A it's wild. also lots of infantry, and Felsir loves to thresher infantry and get free traps. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, more, more infantry is more bounty tokens. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so... so we. So, so the interesting is we we finished a good forty-five minutes before. It. All right. So we finished. I think we probably had. You, about, you, yeah, yeah that that was an early one. On the clock, Weird. and every other game was two minutes left combined on clocks. Oh, jeez, so, yeah. something like that. Silly. I don't I, think I, Dan I, and Dean's game was was to the wire like that because that. Oh no, yeah, it, no, no, it was definitely, definitely to the wire. I think Dan had about twenty oh, seconds. It? Dan had twenty seconds oh, left yeah. on the clock. Yeah, Dean had maybe four that. or five okay. minutes tops. Might be oh, might have been wow. might have been sub five minutes. Um, yeah, it was a, a grind out. Okay. Um, so how did how did your game go then, um, Evan? What was the, so the mirror like for you? I, so I looked at that and I was he was playing. So he had Wormwood, and I'm trying to remember his second caster. Uh, Kaya three. Can't remember who the second. Ah, Kaya three. three. So I looked at this and I thought, well, he can't drop Wormwood. He's dropping Kaya three. I should. And Kruger is really rough into that. And you've got you've and got Chromac one and Kruger two, right? I've got Chromac one and Kruger, and then I and then I kind of. Double checked that and I said, you know what? Chromex actually good into both of them. Why am I going to play List Chicken? 
Like, I don't need a win more. Let's just play the one that's good into both. So mm. I dropped Cromac. I was quite surprised that he dropped um, Wormwood. Um, and his reasoning, we were chatting about it afterwards, was Cromac into Wormwood is kind of miserable for him. But Kaya into Kruger 2 is way more miserable. <laughs> I hadn't actually considered that, but Andy's 100% right. Um, I out-threat him with everything. He's got no decent defenses. Like, that Kruger into Kaya would just be absolutely miserable. Yeah. So he gives he gives me first turn, and I'm really impressed with my first my first turn. I basically I feet turn one, walk forwards with you know everything runs as much as it can except for Chromac who walks forwards, and he just uses shifting stones to port forward even further, and turn one. He has no choice but to use his shifting stones to port Wormwood into his um, uh, into his uh, dead box. <laughs> oh, in, into bestial um, range. In uh, no, to get out of bestial range. So oh, oh, into, it, oh, into his kill, to teleport into, into his, his kill box. box. He ha- All right. He actually has to teleport <laughs> backwards into his kill box because remember, it's Wormwood starts with AD. He starts, you know, quite a bit out. Yeah. And he has no choice but to back up into it. Um, so he's playing Wormwood in Tharn, Tharn and we're trading. Um, he pulls a really nice stunt at Georgia, one point. Do you want to quickly uh, run down the, the list for for people that are listening? So, um, so Andy's Wormwood list is uh, Wormwood, okay, yeah, go um, a Feral, Getrix, a Shadowhorn, Satyr, Duyan Archon, Three Gallows Groves, uh, a Tharn, Shaman, Ball Master and Spirit Cauldron, Bridget and Core, Two Lots of Shifting Stones, a Min Blood Pack, and then Blood Weavers with Harrisbex and Max Ravagers with the Chieftain. Um, yeah. Quite, quite an, so, an old school Tharn list. Yeah. It's a very old school Tharn list, uh, very much after my own heart. I, I was playing something very similar to that in the last Welsh. So we're talking three years ago. Um, so I, I really do enjoy that list. Um, but he pulled a couple of interesting stunts there. So the one which the one thing he did was he'd obviously given this matchup quite a bit of thought. And I deployed my well a bit closer to the side. So Breeden called prey um declare prey on the well. So he's now hunting the well. And turn two, that means he ambushes his blood witches, um, and I'm close enough to the side that they leave it on about five boxes. Um, and with a bit of and with a bit of luck, his um, Barn Bowman then finish it off. Um, so that's a big deal. But it takes him two turns of jostling about with poor Wormwood stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. On the left hand side is, is is a circular zone that has a big forest in the middle, and this is where Breed and Call are actually so good. They kind of jockey around on the other side of that. And with two corpses from the uh, crockpot, Call can kill a Warpolf Stalker. So he actually uses that to, you know, force the Stalker back a little bit, uh, keeping him out of a lot of threat ranges. Uh, even then, there's only so much he can do um, because because I forced Wormwood so far back. He under his feet, I still managed to get my Getterex into his ghetto and murder him quite happily. Um, and then take out the objective. Yeah. Um, what he is doing while he's done this is his first two turns, he's just used the leaping threat of the sh- uh, Shadowhorn satire. 
to force Cromac to back up a little bit. Um, really good move again. He needs to every inch of space he can get with Cromac backing up is necessary. Yeah. Just to get Wormwood back into the game. <sighs> the Death Wolves are on the right flank, just playing footsie around a burning cloud with the uh, Ravagers. Um, and that unit just manages to hold that zone for the entire game, which is great. Um, I really love the Death Wolves in that list. Just hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, cool. So we're, we're trading reasonably, slightly in my favor. <clears throat> he manages to pull two stunts that switch that over a bit. So the one is not pushing forward, but just with a bit of a sideways Hellmouth. <coughs> he gets um, he gets call to be close enough to charge a um, what's it? Warpulf Stalker. So the Stalker's already taken out pretty much all of the um, uh, the Bloodweavers uh, because Bloodweavers, you know, they're close enough. They've done their job. They've killed the well. Um, and now we've got a auto-boosting, berserking uh, warp um, stalker that just triggers all the war parts that possibly can, just murdering that unit. Yeah. Um, but that comes that comes back up to contest the the zone, and then a cheeky Hellmouth pulls his uh, pulls call closer, um, and with breed and call charging, they manage to take out the stalker. Um, and then it's still trading. It's still roughly in my favor. Um, and also, I'm 3-0 up on Scenario. Uh, but I'm taking a lot of time to do this. Um, I've got about five minutes left. And he's manages to, and he's got gets three Ravagers into a now uh, inviolable resolved Loki. So it's an armor 21 Loki. It's armor 19 because he's, he's able to get Curse of Shadows onto it. Yeah. Um, but even then, Armor 19 Loki can tank four Tharn quite easily. Or so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and the dice just rocket into the stratosphere. Triple sixes for the first damage roll, six, five, four on the next. Uh, the last one doesn't even matter at that point. He's on so little left. And that and three Tharn managed to kill Loki. So it needs to be said, I've still got the game in hand at this point, but I have to reformulate a plan, and I don't do it quickly enough. So all I, what I need to do now is just run to the left-hand side. I can clear the left-hand zone. I get up to 4-0, and, and I flip clock over on turn 5. And I've got 5 seconds left, and I cannot finish 2 turns in 5 seconds. And he finishes his turn with 44 seconds left. Um, and he doesn't score anything. It's still four four nil up to me, and I clock out. It's a really rough. It's a really tough game. That was an awesome yeah. game with Andy. Yeah, when you, um, when you got to do stuff like fury management in them, when you're down to like single digits, like that, that suddenly it's uh, it's really rough to it's, well that to yeah. Get so done. the fury management is slow. The main thing was I had five minutes, and it took me three minutes to formulate my next plan. I just got so shocked by Loki, who had no right to die, just falling over. <laughs> yeah, fair, so uh, but, I mean, these things happen. That's a good learning curve. Like, I need to formulate that plan quickly when things go a little pear-shaped. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus <laughs> the more you play it. Exactly. Thankfully, we, uh, we lost the round 3-2, so it really mattered. Um, 
<laughs> we won the round three two and we gave it away because we're such no, a good there's, there's a there's a bit of confusion on one table with, with, with the clock but we we, we knew what the right result for that game was. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And we fixed it. So, uh, Zilver managed to beat uh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Dan won the miserable the Lilith off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and golly, not dissimilar really to, to the game Evans just described, just squeaked past Paul with a, with a couple of seconds left. So, we were, we were on very, very, apart from mine, very, very close games, very close round, narrowly losing 3-2. And honestly, for, for both teams, sort of proof of proof that what we're doing is right. Yeah. And yours was the game to lose, right? You, you were the two, so you were the one that went into into the game with a disadvantage, right. expecting to win, to uh, bend that, sorry, so that everyone else could yeah, get yeah, more, it, uh, more like uh, 50-50 matchups. I, I, and, uh, I think, I think you, I think you intentionally bust yourself there. I, as 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 a captain, I tend to more often than not. It's uh, it's a character flaw or whatever, but it is something <laughs> that I need to that I that I want to be better at because if it's right for the team, I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 something for me as a captain to uh, to work on as well. But really great round, really really good, very very yeah. close games. Um, and yeah, congratulations to the uh, to the line guys justifying their uh, the, England the, one the, the number one yeah, the number two absolutely. yeah uh, fair indeed but uh, definitely well fought by the sounds of it so what was the what was the next lineup who were you facing uh, round, we round got two? my local inverted team uh, inverted the Top Gun team yeah absolutely uh, and it. It was good. So the, the interesting thing about this, uh, from a matchup perspective, is Reese, their captain. Uh, he hadn't been a captain before, so so in the run up to the event after the teams had been released, we had a an hour or so on Discord going through sort of how the matchup worked, and we actually yeah. ran um, the matchup process between our two teams uh, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, and 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 what that shows is is the very is the sort of interesting notion really that when, when you've got teams that have done their prep work and sort of know what matchups they want um, and they're up against each other it often doesn't matter how many times you run that same process you keep getting the same result yeah because there's only about four or five decision points during a matchup process and if, if the matrix shows what the matrix shows, that's not going to change, and it's not going to change how how you're likely to to run that process. So we actually got yeah. exactly the same matchups uh, for this than we did the the, the twice we ran it um, uh, as as a practice, which uh, to me is sort of quite an interesting uh, thing to look at. So yeah. uh, in this one again, I'm an old man and my memory's going. So I played Gabe. Uh, the Kador player. Yeah. Uh, Evan, you played Reese, uh, yep. captain, playing minions or trolls, whatever he's calling them this he's, week. He's called them trolls <laughs> on the the conflict chamber uh, submission. Has he, called, has he called them trolls? Has he? Has he? Liar. Um, <laughs> oh no, it has to be. No, 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 they're both Yeah, you can literally like flip it. Flip, I think there's a, just a coin that he's <laughs> made. One's got a picture yeah. of Borker's face, one's got a picture of Rast's face, and you flip it and go, right, today, 
my pairing is ah, <laughs> oh, trolls. Hey, Matthew, I will be, yeah. Um, what else? What was, what was going on on the tables near me? I had a really good game this round, so I, I sort of mainly paying attention to that. Zilver played Leon, their Menoth player. Um, right. I think Dan played into uh, into Ewan yeah. playing Grunkin. I, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I don't remember most of these. That that that, that feels right. So, yeah, from my game's point of view, uh, I was playing Kalissa into all in circle. There we go. Yeah, I was playing Kalissa into Butcher Three. Uh, so Butcher Three the... in Jaws of the Wolf. Do you want me to go through the list? Because I've got it in front in... of me. I don't know, it's Butcher 3 with an absolute shit ton of Warjacks. Yeah, it's a Butcher with two Devastators, a Juggernaut, a Marauder, a Rager, Ruin, and then an Adjunct, a Death Archon, and then Sorcerer with another Rager, and then two lots of Chaos Eliminators. Like, I quite, quite like it. I, I, love, I love Butcher 3 I... there, I've just got a soft spot for him. <laughs> Same, and, and, and it's the, the absolute typical and, and, and suitable for, for the inverted team. It is very much the Flying V. Yeah. <laughs> two, two devastators stand in front of Butcher, the rest of the jacks stand behind it, and it just walks up the table at you and yeah. goes, Butcher's gonna get you. You can't stop him. Have a whale of a time. <laughs> yeah. And and the main the main worry for me playing this, uh, playing Kalissa into it, is that if Butcher with his feet still in the tank lands in a spot where he can get two Hyperions, he kills two Hyperions. Fairly trivially, just removes them from the table. So I need I need to position right at all times not to let that happen. But also, whilst I can't really afford a Juggernaut to get to a Hyperion, that'll do a big hole. A Marauder will do a big hole. Yeah. Um, so I have to... And Ruin, is, is obviously, his other big thing. So I have to like play, like, position yeah. well and... Boring stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> they played, played it really well. I, I managed to get quite a few of the old Kalissa, uh, make them stationary and cut the cortex out with Rissavas. Um, nice. going, which definitely limited Butcher's movement in a few ways because a stationary Jack with no cortex is better for me than a dead Jack. Yeah, because it's just something that can't move in Butcher's way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I sort of did a bit there's of no that. way to repair them, so he's just making a roadblock for for his stuff that needs to yeah. pass it. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, which which is quite good fun. Butcher then does get into a Hyperion. I can't stop that happening all game, but I I do just let him get into the one. Um, he he kills it. Not only does he kill it, and then impending dooms in about six Rusevas defenders. Oh, uh, so that when he then flashing blades them, it's quite interesting because he flashing blades. Six Rissavas, who then all punch him, and it becomes a question of who's going to die first. Um, in the end, they, they they don't do too much damage, but they do take a bit of focus away from him because they yeah. when they hit, they can do sort of five or six damage a time, reasonably fairly likely, and yeah. it's just forcing attacks away from uh, from from Butchel, forcing focus focus away. So he kills, he kills one of the Hyperians, the other uh, rebuilds the defensive structure around Butcher, handles it really, really well. It was, it was, it was great to see from uh, Gabe, who's a relatively new player, a uh, young, young lad, played it really very well indeed. But on, it was, it was 
unfortunately for him, it was a wide scenario. Uh, owl face. Um, and so whilst I was playing around with, with his jacks in sort of the central and left circular zone, Kalissa had cleared the right one and she was sat in it. Uh, just scoring it, yeah. Shooting off a few bits and pieces and just ticking up the CPs. Um, so that by the time Hyperion gets a bit of a lucky scatter to get one of the um, last Kayazi Eliminators uh, allows me to sort of clear the other zone at a certain point as well and, and score up to 5-0. But attrition-wise, it was it was fairly close. It was it was difficult because because Butcher does so much work every turn. He can, yeah. He, he, he can kill a lot of stuff. So really good fun game. Uh, great to get the win because... I lost a lot of War Machine over the weekend. Um, and I think I think by that point, the round was done, I think. But Evan, if you want to take over yeah. for your game, yeah, which is so... available on War Master's YouTube channel. Oh, is it? Is, so... it, is this, this Evan and, uh, and Reese? Yes, it is. So oh, I, is... I went, I went I straight in for the pain and for the match. <laughs> Ah, so it's on the Warsaw Warmasters YouTube page. Yeah. Um, I have to say credit to Chris because I gave that a watch. Those lapel mics he's got actually make the make it really easy to watch. Yeah. So that's actually very cool. Yeah, um, and he's so getting some of those. This was so Reese has obviously been putting a lot of thought into this matchup because we played at the Welsh, um, and that was a. Uh, that was a top of two assassination that's clearly been, you know, bugging him for a while. So he put a lot of thought into this one, and we sat down. Top, and... top of two is rubbish. All the cool kids are assassinating bottom of one these days. I know, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you can only do that if you circle. So that that's circle <laughs> privilege. <laughs> so I think Legion can get away with it. Down, but... He sits down and he asks me, like, a gentleman's agreement, shall we rematch the same... Uh, the same casters. Oh, that nice. looks insane. I was going to drop Kruger anyway. Yeah, you do you, man. That that's great. <laughs> but that's fine by me. I I love me the Carver. I I just like this overconfident piggy. Like his name just says everything. I adore the Lord Carver, B M M D Esquire the Third. Uh, so let me let me just quickly bringer of bringer of, ma- bringer of mass, mass mayhem and destruction. destruction? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let me just let me just run through uh, Reese's yeah. list for you. Uh, you going further? Um, yep. So Carver is in Avengers of Dunia because he's obviously uh, a troll. Uh, where with an Earthborn Diatroll, a Pyatroll, a Roadhog. An Axa, then two Warhogs, uh, Boomy three, Desen Gubbin, uh, two Pharaoh Sappers, Gudrun the Wasted, so Gudrun two, um, two Swamp Goblin River Raiders, a unit of Pharaoh, Pharaoh Valkyries, minimum uh, Creel Stone and Scribes, and then a min unit of Pig Lookouts. Um, is this written by you, Ben, or is this uh, is this not? <laughs> uh, it was. The original list was written by me, and yeah. then after Reese played it, we we worked on a few tweaks. So it's yeah, yeah. where the lookouts came from, which I actually really really like in the yeah. list. It's a nice addition. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, so I mean, the way this list plays is basically it's got a long threat range. Everything's armor twenty three, unless you're lucky enough to have a building, in which case the stupid Earthborn is armor twenty five, and it hits <laughs> it hits like a brick on the you know. It hits uh, really hard at the same time on the uh, feet turn because, you know, Carver. Yeah. So 
it's uh, and the pyrotrol also really makes a big difference to the kind of pillow fisted mm. beast problem. So it, it's a really hard question list. And Kruger doesn't love dealing with high armor at all. Um, and we were playing on the championship belt scenario. And in that big circular zone in the middle. Ooh, that's, on, that's oh, you, you're, you're playing. Pausing, I'm sorry. Are you you're playing on different scenarios? Yeah, we yes. are. Ah. That's, that is really good. So that is that is a difference to the main WTC yeah. main event compared to what what we were doing. Where in order to cut down on setup time in between rounds, the tables were all preset with the scenario. So when we were picking yes. tables, we weren't just picking terrain. We were picking a, a, a scenario, scenario as, well. as well. Oh, that's pretty. Cool. It is, I think, actually quite. It's quite a big departure. It make, makes a big difference. I I tried not to take it into account too much because in the we're WTC, not going to have that advantage. It's not going to be, but yeah, yeah, it is something worth worth noting that that there was uh, yeah something very different. Yeah, to that. yeah that's really that's yeah. really nice. Play with uh, some difference. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other thing to note is that there was a nice big building on Reese's side of the table <laughs> for um, his Earthborn. For his goddamn Earthborn, and the only thing Kruger hates more than dealing with armor twenty-three war beasts is an armor twenty-five war beast that cannot Legit. be pushed for twelve for twelve <laughs> points as well in the list. I, I got yes. to add, and it's it's not an accident. Um, it's not by accident. I think if I remember correctly, I'm not sure if I won if I won Roloff or if Reese won and picked sides. I can't honestly remember, uh, but either way, he picked that side with. Great malice of forethought. Yeah, um, and it's the right move. So, with that, so with that in mind, I kind of rush up doing the Kruger things, just getting as aggressive as possible. Turn one, and he pulls in the bunkers, and he kind of bunkers up, moves up. He doesn't cast mortality turn one because he has learned some very harsh lessons. Out M- mobility. It, um, yeah, sorry, he doesn't cast mobility um, because he's learned some very harsh lessons from uh, from Welsh um, and flips the clock over to me with the question of, can you kill me now? And the answer is a very resounding no. What I do find is an amazing line for Des and Gavin. And this line is to shoot into the middle of his... Um, what are they? What are they called? The uh, the troll stones stone that push out the armor. It, the stone yeah, scribes, the stones. That's it. Um, into the middle of the stones with Des and Gubbin. So this is fantastic. So I pop their mini feet, and off goes Des and Gubbin. Uh, there's a shield guard with a Valkyrie, but it scatters nicely, and I've basically hit. I've hit seven. I've hit seven stone boys. You know, uh, four and then three of them a second time. I've, you know, hit a lot of a lot of stones. This is amazing. And then you're a minion to start worth, with too, right? Um and it's worth noting that uh in um for this round there was a spot prize that was announced, which was anyone who can make uh anyone who can make um three tough rolls in a row gets a spot prize. Um and I made a cheeky little comment to the TO that you don't give the spot prize to the person who makes the tea, those tough rolls. You give it to the poor bastard on the other side of the table. <laughs> who endures the tough um, rolls. Yes. 
So, back to Des and Gubbin's role, of which I managed to crack armor three ti- uh, four times out of those seven. Uh, that's on boosted rolls needing a nine. And four out of four tough rolls are made. I kill zero, <laughs> zero stone boys. I was better. So bitter. But we stopped that and Reese collected his prize. And true to form, Chris heard me and he actually and I picked up a medal for putting up with that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Reese is in the chat and says it's pure skill. Yeah, yeah. Rolling skill, rolling clearly. tough checks. I think I think I think everyone needs to, to get on. Yeah. Rolling dice well, well is like the, the best part of the game. If if you've got that that Absolutely ability, horrific. train yourself for it and you can I was, you get good I was wings. so keen on it too. Like, he has this armor 23 army, and I can shut down half of its armor buff with this Dezengubbin shot. Uh, unless unless this happens, happens, and that's what happens. So at that point, I look at this and it's like, I'm not diving into the teeth of this nonsense. Let me force him to come to me and do good things for the scenario. I can't yeah. score this turn. So all I do is basically throw out two TKs. So I, Well, actually three. I throw out a TK to push his... Uh, um, Earthborn far further away from the central um, zone. I trample up a uh, a warden to PK or one of the warhogs away um, because they they can't reach me if they can't see me. Um, I TK Kruger back so he doesn't die uh, to a to a roadhog with a uh, what's it called um, with the other warden. And then he tramples uh, tramples up to get to the uh, right hand zone, um, and Kruger also puts up um, the windstorm just for his just to irritate his Desengubbin. Yeah. Uh, and then I pass pass clock with the most ineffectual turn you could imagine for Kruger too, because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> Someone there had sympathy for me for no good reason, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> that's that's Chris. That's Chris in the chat. And uh, if if you're watching in the chat and you want to watch the game back, you can watch it on. The, I put the link below for the the channel. So go yeah. and uh, go and chuck them a sub, and uh, you can watch it at your own leisure. So then Reese is looking at this, and now he's now he has to get to zones, and he's staring down the teeth of my entire army because I'm in my entire army is up to halfway up the board. It's just, you know, I've had two turns of Krugering now. So he basically throws up one Roadhog into the zone. He moves up the Earthborn to tow the zone and put up his Animus. And he runs a Warhog up behind his own um, objective. Oh, sorry, in front of his own objective. So I can't push it. I can't TK it out. Yeah. And he pushes up Carver. Carver's putting up the Earthborn's animus. I can't, uh, I can't feed him away. And he throws the turn to me after getting one guy into contest, uh, one ambusher in to contest the um, zone on the right. Uh, at which point I start doing Kruger things. Um, there's no ways I can kill Carver. I can kill one or two pieces. I can kill one or two beasts. I really don't fancy beating my head against the wall that is the Earthborn. Um, so I use a gallows to clear the zone on the right. That's easy. 
um, I've, I can quite easily get my uh, get one of the death archons into um, Boomhaler 3. Um, and with that, also tag the uh, tag the Roadhog. So I use that to kill Boomy 3, and I've got a stationary, slightly damaged Roadhog out of that. Like, not too, not a lot of damage, because armor 23 is a thing. Yeah. But even then, you still do some damage to him with a with a death arc. Yeah, you soften, so, soften you him up for later. You soften him up. At which point, you know, I'm looking at this, and I suddenly realize, oh, wait, I'm playing Kruger. He's contesting with, he's got two pieces on the left-hand zone to contest, which is, well, three technically. He's got the Roadhog, he's got a Pyrotrol, uh, both of which are out of range of the stones because they're getting nervous. But are in range of batting down the hatches, and he's got the objective itself, and he's got the, and then he's got the Roadhog and the Earthborn in the central zone. And I suddenly realised that's a stationary Roadhog in in the central zone. I can pull it forward and get it in range of the Hermit, um, and a Power Twenty One Stalker will easily kill a stationary Roadhog. Um, he's close enough that with the to the edge with the Earthborn that I just need a TKM and he's out of the zone. Yeah. Um, and then it's really up to a World Warden and a Feral to deal with the Warhog, who can also get who's also in range of the Hermits, um, and the objective. Uh, and sorry, and that's also all in range of one uh, Death Archon. So. Yeah, I realize I can actually go for all of that. So the other Death Archon goes, dishes out a whole lot of damage to a Roadhog, to the uh, Pyrotrol, to the Objective. Kruger walks up. He throws out a whole bunch of TKs. So he TKs, the, uh, he TKs forward towards him, the, um, uh, the Roadhog. He gets rid of... He, Lands a boosted, re-rollable um, TK to get the, what's it called, out the zone. Um, and then he just TKs the uh, Death Archon away from all the things it's just hit to give me landing spots for the Feral. Yeah. Um, and then I almost feet and then realize that that feet would actually push the, um, what's it called, would push that uh, Roadhog that I've spent so much effort Getting into range of the hermit would get it back out. So I realize and I don't feet over there. Uh, the stalker fairly trivially kills the uh, roadhog at that point, now that the hermit walks up. With the hermit walking up and the warhog being out of range of the, um, uh, of the stones, uh, it's fairly trivial for him to kill a station, uh, for the warhog, a stationary warhog to die to a feral. Yeah who then also finishes off the objective. And then we have the hero of the day, which is the um, World Warden, who auto-hits both of his two attacks to give him a chain attack slam. I need to get... I need to get this... Uh, what's it called? Um, I need to get the Pyrotrol about three inches back. But the first two attacks are auto-hits, which gives me an auto hit chain attack smite, which I need to roll, which I need to get him three inches away. Um, and if I fa if I roll a one or a two, I can still geomancy a telekinesis. And yeah. that is a very clean five points after you run a solo onto the flag. 
Uh, that ends uh, that ends Kruger going five nil up, doing what Kruger is known and famous for, which is uh, and 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 tells it's, the story it's, it's of one of those scenarios. I was just say, just says uh, says about Reese uh, at the start of the show, saying he's had uh, a lot of cold sweats about Kruger for for good reason, by the sounds. <laughs> yes. So go on, Ben. Sorry, he, he is you. he is a traumatizing caster. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 one of those scenarios that doesn't look incredibly live, but so but live. very much is is mm-hmm. you don't have to get very deep in terms of into your opponent's lines to score five points. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's all very central. It is, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, and and I've seen it happen. Uh, going, going second, bottom of two people just scoring five points on it because their opponent wow. didn't because push yeah. up and commit with enough. They so. weren't yeah. aggressive enough. Yeah, it's an incredibly live scenario. Talk, talk, talking to Reese afterwards, it's that it's like the seven stages of grief playing Kruger two. It's <laughs> the he's 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 got through the avoid being assassinated by Kruger two phase. Uh, now he's now he's he's getting through the. Avoid get, losing quickly on scenarios. Get pushed off then, all the scenarios. Then you've got to get through the... I, I mean, we were chatting about it uh, after the game. Uh, all he really has to do to not lose on scenario is make sure that that Earthborn is more than two inches into the zone. I can't push it. I can't get it out of the zone with the TK, and it's armor 25. I can't shoot through it. Yeah. And that's the, so, so. So now, now he's on the yeah. Don't don't lose on scenario. Then you've got to get through the don't just get attritioned out by Kruger. There's so many layers of Kruger to get. Yeah. So many layers. It's it really it really uh, is a bullshit pie, and you just keep digging. And <laughs> absolutely is. Ah, oh, but it's so tasty. <laughs> uh, round 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 wise, we we managed to 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 get five nil win uh, in that round. Everyone. Their jobs won the games, um, which is nice after um, narrowly losing the first round to, to be able to get a sort of quite a, a dominant Bounce victory, back. but but not not easy games really, any of them particularly. Yeah, um, no. which, which is great. Sort of clo- fairly close games. I know my, mine certainly was, um, and to sort of come out on top of them is is very positive. So. Uh, got out of that and then went into the last round where we faced some Welsh lads and one Swindon lad. Two, two uh, Swindon um, lads, right? Other two Swindon lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El- Elliot and Stuart are both um, from across the bridge. So this is this is seventh bridge of the team, which is a reference to everyone that's, well, especially people in the states who are like no idea. Seventh bridge is a bridge that um, that, that links England to um, to Wales. So it's a kind of I like I appreciate the name. Um, so they've got Byron, who is uh, another well, WTC. They're knocking it down. You are they're knocking it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Byron, Byron is uh, a judge at the WTC, so he's uh, the second of the judges that we've got uh, there, which is cool. Uh, Elliot is um, a Swindon player who is playing for uh, Wales Whiskey this year, and then Martin is on Wales Whiskey. Uh, Stewart is. Um, I think he's Swindon slash Bristol. I think it's more Swindon. Um, so he's a he's just like a, a, a pull in. And then Will is on on my team, uh, which is Wales uh, pair, Danny, and uh, we got a 
some good players, some, some nasty lists. What do mm. what do you uh, what do you guys feel like going into the round? How do you feel against um, it? What did you? What is your matrix? You did you did a matrix, right? Did you get that that serious? Yeah, or? we did. Yeah, and, and it's it's fairly even. I I would say the um, we we we've certainly got some some bad stuff. Um, me and Crucible Guard again uh, is 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 a, is a difficult one. Yeah. No one, and 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 what I really liked about that team's list is is there was some really rogue stuff in there, especially oh, yeah. um, Martin's circle lists. And so, whilst like on paper you look at it and think, oh, I think I know how that's going to play and 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 how I beat that, you sort of don't really know what it's like to chew through two armor buffed Walroths until yeah. you've had to do it. Yeah, um, which. Which I think just just you know made us all sort of fairly tentative about those, and um, see they've also got Madrak three, they've got Karchev two, so some real sort of big meta threat lists. Yeah, uh, in there which which we we have prepped for, we have thought about those lists, and 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 have rough loose plans uh, to deal with them. Uh, we yeah, ran the matchup process. Uh, I ended up against Byron with his trolls and or minions, whatever he's choosing to call them. These are trolls, actually, because one of them is in Storm of the North. And hasn't <laughs> yeah, been it's got to be. Um, again, we end up with a circle mirror. Uh, we have yep. Paul ends up against other circle. And Zilver and Dan played against somebody. Uh, <laughs> I think Dan Dan played Dan played against Karchev. I I, I definitely know that because Ravagos right. just shot Warjacks off the table. It was quite satisfying. How did they um, shoot Armor Twenty Two Warjacks off the table? Uh, are, are they Armor Twenty Two against guns? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, guns. they've got Carapace. No, uh, Kado. In Kado. Okay, yeah, that's only Armor Twenty yeah. can shoot those off. Yeah. So that, that was on the table next to me. So I was really looking forward to playing uh, Byron. We sort of knew we'd played once before, but couldn't remember where or why. Yeah. Um, but certainly it's been a very, very long time. Uh, he, he was looking at my lists, uh, announced that he has no idea what a Falseer is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Danger. Danger. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man. I, it's the new oh. it's the new Ron, right? Because because it used to be anytime <laughs> you 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 play someone, they went and you got Ron. You play. They go, what does Ron do? You eyes. You, you have to like try try to contain yourself and be like, ah, oh, he's pretty good. He just does some stuff. He's got got, got, got polarity shields. Got, got, got a nice tricks. Boost, uh, um, but yeah, I, th- I think oh, yeah. So so Ron used to be like that. I think the, the the someone that said, what does Ron do? And you just like, oh my god, this guy's gonna like hate the world and i think falsy is the yeah. new what does ron do for it where someone goes they do and you're like we're, we're about to find out <laughs> let me show you yeah well, uh, <laughs> uh so he he dropped Cogrimmer, and and i think that is i think if, if he had his time again he would drop madrak i'm certainly far more scared of madrak than i am of Cogrimmer. yeah um it's it's a, a cold it's not like jcr's build where it's with a mountain king, it's a fairly typical double fire eaters, double bears, some war beasts kind of kind of list. Yeah, should we do this uh, to run down? Is that why you dropped Cogrimmer? So it's uh, two earthborn yeah, die trolls, yeah. a pie troll, a rune bearer, 
Death Archon, Falcor Hero, Maddie Zero with the Brawler, two Northkin Shamans, Valka Curseborn, Minstones with his Northkin Elder, and then, like I said, uh, double Bears and double Fire Eaters in, obviously, Storm of the North. Um, so I think it is... Yeah, exactly. I think it's exactly... Wow. I think it is Wout's list from the Welsh. Um, it might be like a tweak or two in his pairing where he's taken something slightly different, but it's very much based on that that core. Very, very good yeah. competitive okay, list. That's- it is. It, it's 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 a good list. So uh, Barry went first. He he ran up, and as is fairly typical when I'm playing Falcia, now that she's got an arc node, uh, the Phoenix ran up, and I cast Force Hammer on turn one. It's my new favorite thing to do with Falcia. Nice. Uh, and that Falcia, that Force Hammer managed to kill two of the fire eater, one of the fire eater units Ooh, uh, by spicy. slamming one of them over the other. That's uh, great! Wow. Yeah, you know, having 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 Silas in the list. Turn one, the only thing she wants... Turn one, especially if she's going second, she doesn't really want to vanish bottom of one. Here. So you've got seven focus. She spends two to put her upkeep out and then just spends five on force hammering something with a boost yeah. uh, with signs of bottoms because of Silas. And it, it gets some nice early damage out there, knocks a couple of things down. It's, uh, it's a nice nice little trick. So, yeah, killing killing two fire eaters was, was more than I was expecting from it, but uh, it's always always nice. Uh, so I sort of positioned a bit. Byron looked at the table, tried to work out what to do, and I think he did the the thing that certainly I do a lot when I don't really know what my opponent's stuff does, which is here's a load of stuff. Can you deal with it? Yeah. Uh, so he ambushed both units of bears on, ran them in. Fire eaters took positions. Death Archon went into an aggressive position. The beasts were sort of then hanging out behind clouds and basically just sort of asked that question of, of, of what I could do. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, anyone who's used or played against Falsia, what they'll know is that she can do a lot. <laughs> um, yes. So because he'd ambushed both units of bears on the same side, she was able to vanish back in order to get a line of sight to them charge them, kill all four bears, um, put a lo- feet, put a load of bounty tokens out. Alara went in, finished off the two bear handlers, sidestepping between them. Love that model. Nice. Uh, killed all the fire eaters, killed the death archon, and sort of snared up and, and debuffed with her, with her bounty tokens, the three heavies, to sort of really reduce what they'd be able to do next turn. Yeah. And then use the wrong one on the brawler, um, I forgot that the brawler was a Northkin model and therefore would get the speed boost from the stone. Yes. Um, so I I snared it, thinking snare would mean it wouldn't be able to get to me, whereas with the stone it could get to me. So I should have confused it to make it less efficient when it yeah. got there. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's just that's just forgetting that for some reason they they popped the word Northkin on his card. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which uh, we, we play games suddenly in this lesson. So uh, Byron sort of went back on me next turn and feated, scored a couple of points, did a load of damage to the Manticore. Uh, one of his last activations, he and sort of spent a lot of focus, spent a lot of fury with Kilgrim. I think she ended up just camping the one, um, but sort of safe fairly safe behind a cloud yeah. but his last activation I think he sort of tilted slightly that the Manticore wasn't dead um, he moved up his Felcaller to do the Felcaller spray 
it's, uh, it's dice minus eight, I think, but with two boxes left, it was every chance. Yeah. He could have got a little spike and, and, and killed the Manticore off him, yeah. as is typical, has a right arm and a cortex left in his two boxes, so would have would have been perfectly capable of punching uh, a trouble heavy a decent amount. Unfortunately, what that did in, in the way he moved it up is it gave Falsia a charge target that they should, she could then, then vanish from onto Kogrimmer. Yeah. Um, and Falsia with seven attacks onto a one Fury, very squishy caster. A one Fury anything, <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, got, got got the job done and, and okay. so if, if I don't go for that, I probably kill I would probably have been able to get to Madrak to take the brawler offline and probably kill one of the Earthborns. And at that point, I think attrition-wise, Byron's in, in a rough spot. Yeah. Um, I, and I think it's just fairly typical of, of an opponent that's not familiar with how Falsia works, yeah. her tricks, her melee output. Um, and so it was a not, not a comfortable win, necessarily, but I, I had to play my game right, and Byron's a good player. But uh, a, a game I sort of always felt in control of. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. And uh, how did how do you uh, square up then, Evan? What was your your game like? So what, what so what was the, the so, scenario? Sorry, Ben, with yours. So oh yes. Uh, the scenario was it was recon two, Dan. Recon two. <laughs> I'm not trying was to troll you. I, I swear. <laughs> no, I think I was on recon two. I had the rail lines. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, yeah. it, it, oh, it doesn't. You've been lost by kicking right. the recon two scenario wrong. Uh, it was. <laughs> must have been owl face then. Yeah. Might have been owl face again. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, it, it's not, scenario didn't really. Yeah, scenario didn't really come into it. Yet. Scenario <laughs> didn't play a big. Yeah. No. Scenario played a big part in mine, so I know it was recon two. <laughs> Okay. Course, what, what, did you, what did you what uh, did you face up against? Um, or who did you face up against? Sorry, yeah, so again. I was facing up against Martin Circle. Yeah. So this was really interesting. So he's got a bit of an old school pairing. So it's Baldas with a Balda two with the two rats, and he's gone the old school Kruger two in bones. But he's done yes, something it. really interesting with it because the, with the cheaper fulcrums, he's gone double fulcrum. It makes for a really nasty little gun line. Yeah, really cool. Um, so very cool. Looks very cool on the table as well. It's got a lot of options. Um, I think it's very strong. It's definitely not my play. It's my style of play, but it's very strong. So I looked at this and I just didn't fa- fancy Kruger trying to chew through Waldrots. Like that just felt like a yeah. bad idea. Like I can get some decent. I can get up to about. I can get if he's getting very aggressive. I can get a power twenty-five stalker, but I let's 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 just let's just stop for a second, right? So Krug, let's just let's just go. Has Kruger got any damage buffs himself? None. None. But your heavies can be power twenty-five. Well, this, a, ladies and gentlemen, is the problem. He's a, <laughs> he, he's a construct, so the river raiders for one point can be a two-point damage yeah. swing. God knows why. Um, and if he's aggressive, I've got a hermit. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just pointing out the, the gross, the gross levels of of, uh, of hitting power that that cheap, 
wolves so, and goats so, get to under circle without even having a caster that can debuff armor with, or, with or the buff damage buff. Yeah. I, I mean nobody here is going to deny that circle christmas is all year round oh you boy um <laughs> but i still didn't fancy that it, it would take it would honestly take martin playing poorly for me to get a power 25 stalker yeah, yeah. Him. yeah you have to walk realistically into i could get a power 23 um and that's not going to drop a wrath. So I so I drop Chromac, um, who I'm quite happy with, but a, although a little nervous because Chromac typically is camping two most turns, and there's a lot of guns here to go assassinating Chromac. So it's quite a nervous game for me. Yeah. Um, so I've got a game plan of basically trying to hide as much as I can behind Kruger Zero's um, clouds. Um, and he drops uh, he drops Kruger into this. So uh, as we were saying earlier, we're playing uh, Recon Two. Recon Two. Let me, let me just do the same then. So I'll go through um, uh, Martin's list I've got in front of me. So, sure. so it's Kruger Two in Bones with Megalith, two World Wardens, two World Weirds, two Blackclad Stone Shapers, a Wayfarer, Chuck Dogwood, two lots of Sentry Stones and Mannequins, Shifting Stones with a Stonekeeper, and then the two Fulcrums that you've uh, obviously. I on. do love sentry stones being around. I'm still of the opinion they are the single strongest unit in the game. I think and it's awesome, only yeah. because Bones is out of favor, we don't see more of him. I'm convinced if they were available in other factions, they would be in every single list. Yeah. Just such an amazing unit. They're a bit, they're a bit good. Um, oh, they are stupid. The, the ability to have your requisition just pop up forests when you need it in block line of sight. Yeah, is, it's pretty, pretty handy. <laughs> So anyway, um, so he gives me first turn, which I think is the first of a number of um, less than optimal choices here. So um, I'm not I'm not throwing shade at Martin here. Uh, Martin was quite harsh about himself after this game. Uh, this this wasn't his finest moment. He will have many much better moments to come. He's a very he's a strong, experienced player. Uh, but this was definitely not his finest hour. Yeah. So first he gives me he gives me first turn, which I think is a mistake into Modern Circle. Um, Modern Circle is just too fast. I know I know the old style Kruger loves kind of scoring a fortune on turn two feet, but you just get so far up the board it really is oppressive. Yeah. So I I run up I get all my upkeeps up. Um, I don't need to feed for once in my life um, for on turn one. I, and I just take some fairly aggressive positions because he can't shoot much. So his turn, his turn one is a bit of jockeying about. He pushes over to the left-hand side quite, uh, quite severely. Um, and this is where he kind of was starting to kick himself because he, because my threat ranges were so long and he's trying to keep out of my threat ranges. He's camping a hell of a lot. He doesn't want to give me any warpath triggers, so nothing comes forward. And he's and he's blocking in his own mobility a bit. He's cramping himself. Yeah. Um, and he takes position on the right hand side with a shifting stone, just to um, just to be able to contest and throw stuff into the zone. And that's a bit behind a house. So my turn two is again very cautious, very similar actually to the way I played uh, against recent uh, the second game where 
I've got first turn. I don't need to get do a whole lot of work turn two. I just need to set up a bunker that makes it very expensive for him to contest zones so I can score a lot come my turn two. Yeah. So I set up a cloud wall in front of Getterix because I completely forgot the game plan I had going in, which was to use the cloud wall to extend the forest and protect the rest of my army. And for some reason, I was terrified of a single TK that could have been thrown at Getterix because he can't be pushed by the feet or gallows because of inviolable resolve. Uh, but anyway, I forget all of that and I throw up my cloud wall to protect Ghetto. Um, but what it also does is protect, um, what's it called? Is it blocks line of sight to the wolf that's sitting on a flag behind him. So Ghetto is in the right hand zone. He can't be moved around. He's hard to see because of the clouds. Um, and we've got a we've got a flag contested. Um, on the left-hand side, there's this massive forest that I've basically bunkered my entire army behind. Um, all of them sitting behind Loki, who's tagging the edge of the forest as if he's another cloud. And behind Loki, I've got all three of my uh, shield gods, my little uh, Valkyries. And the idea is that the weird can shoot him. But if the weirds, he's got two weirds, but uh, he's got one on either side of the forest. So the weird can shoot Loki and really hurt, but I've got the three Valkyries to defend against those. Yep. He's got one um, one of the large, uh, one of the battle engines, one fulcrum that can shoot him. Uh, but I can take a couple of shots with Loki. That's not terrible. He's still armor of, 20, of um, what's it, armor 19. He can take a lot of hits. Yeah. Um, and he's blocked in his geomancers quite a bit that they're really struggling to get up and throw out all the TKs. Uh, they can't TK Loki because Loki's ta um, gotten the anchor objective. So Loki is basically my kind of rock that can't be moved, protecting the rest of my, protecting all of my squishy beasts. Yeah. Um, and that way I'm protecting because, like, you know, with an upkeep on it, one weird that spikes can kill a warp of stalker. Two weirds will shoot it off the table. You, you know, you don't even get upset when he spikes dice. It doesn't matter that he was dying no matter what. Yeah. So protecting that was was really essential. Um, and his turn two comes, and again he he gets a couple of shots off. He. He leaves my world weird on a little bit of damage, or on about four boxes, not a lot. Um, and he gets very little other shooting done. Uh, he, he tries, he shoots a bit into Loki, he kills about two shield guards, um, and everything else is pretty healthy. Crucially, he does not put a solo on his own flag. So I score one, I score my flag in his turn, and he scores nothing. Um, which basically gives me a turn three where I quite trivially, I need to kill his objective, not hard, um, Loki's in range, and I need to kill one uh, fulcrum, which is in range of a stalker, uh, which again is fairly trivial to do with all the buffs. Um, and that's very quickly, oh, and... Getterix has to charge and kill a, sh uh, a sentry stone, which is also relatively trivial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty easy. And 
and that very quickly is a 5-0 for which Martin was kicking himself because that that was yeah it, he's a better player than that game was yeah and I I imagine I will be paying for all of that the next time we meet <laughs> this is good so um how, how did the rest of your team um uh get on so you both win your your uh, respective games yeah as 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 did the rest of the team um so we we got a, a second 5-0 uh sweep which which against a team as strong as as that is very very satisfying indeed yeah. they're, they're, they're all very good very players nice. they had good lists we had uh, I, I, th- I think it's probably the difference between whilst we did have a couple of ringers, we were very much the Roses team. We'd sort of discussed a lot of the troubling lists that we were expecting to see. Yeah. We did see a lot of them uh, in that team, but we sort of had a decent amount of knowledge and planning going into it. And I think that compared to a much more pulled together team, um, as there were some of the Swindon guys and, and, and between the two Welsh teams. I think that was probably the difference uh, yeah. be- between the two. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, uh, Josh, for nice the follow-up. We, appreciate it. We managed to sort of win. Uh, we, we won 12 games uh, across the three rounds, which is obviously as many as you can win uh, whilst going... Uh, yeah, whilst, yeah, whilst yeah. losing yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. at, at a team event, we were fairly certain that, that would be enough to get a second place overall which uh, it proved to be. And indeed, we actually ended up winning more games than the Lions did, so as far as I'm concerned, uh, we're the real winners. <laughs> um, it's, in, in, in terms of, in terms of as a practice, it's a shame that, that, that we couldn't have Jan and, and, and Mike with us uh, to have the full Roses team, but it was still an incredibly useful process. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and thanks again to uh, Dan and Paul for stepping in to help. It was great having Absol- them on board. Ab- ab- absolutely. That absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Dan, Dan won all his games, so especially thanks to him. <laughs> yes, yes. Dan was joking around, so, you know, who wants to tell Mike and Jan they've, they've been supplanted? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, so, right. so you, you, you have a really good weekend of it. Um, so Lions come first, Roses come second, Bulldogs come third, right? So the, the English yes. WC teams literally put themselves in order. Um, and uh, yeah, by, by all like uh, reports I've heard, it sounds like it, everyone's like super enjoyed the weekend, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, and then worth worth noting uh, the Epic Flail guys in, in fourth because they're, they're the other team that went two and one. Yeah, uh, in terms of in terms of round wins, so um, I think they got beaten by the Bulldogs in round two. Yeah. Um, again, those, those those guys are great. I was it was yeah, a shame that ancient, we couldn't. That's the ancient grudge because the Bulldogs are, are like well, a bunch of them are my locals, so uh, Wolfpack. So Wolfpack and Epic Flail is a an ancient rivalry goes back to like Indeed, Mark One. Of course. Or yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need a good rivalry, Evan. We've not really got one. We're too nice to people. We we do. I I've been told I now have one nemesis. I need to start collecting nemeses. You start <laughs> kicking kicking people over, pushing them over, and and uh, setting fire their bins and stuff. 
Um, so yeah, a, a good a good weekend by all. Are you guys going like, to go like, to like a, like like a, like a bunch like a bunch of football hooligans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't like to stereotype you, the English, but it's, isn't that isn't that why people play Helga One just to see exactly that? I guess so. Right? Yeah, kind of glorious. <laughs> really so, is. so are you not, are you not going down to uh, to Cardiff in September? So there's a there's a five player I'm, I'm team only, event. I'm, I'm the only person who's bought a ticket. Down. All right, cool, cool. Well, oh, I guess I so. Need, yeah. Wait there, wait there. Everyone's now going to be going. I'm can I? Can I? On it. Can I, I go? still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, the so it was where the Welsh teams like Martin was just talking to us this week and um, the Welsh teams are kind of uh, in a similar spot where there's a couple of people from each team that can't make it so I think they're they're gonna gonna definitely put um, a a Welsh team maybe a, a team and a half together um, and then um, I'm gonna be playing with uh, with all my locals so I'll be playing with Wolfpack and I I hope then Epic Flail lot will come down and we'll get some good. Get some good grudging going on, and uh, for me, yeah. for me if, September, if I must get... be able to book out some uh, book out time in advance. Yeah, let let me commit to that. September sounds good. Well, Ben's already yeah, paid I for can, it, so I, can, I hope so. <laughs> Evan, I can find where in our team chat you said you could make it. So did I? Okay, great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it is like herding cats. Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> I, I'm really bad at that, especially, yeah, I'll never get used to work, to arranging on Facebook. I'll never get used to it. <laughs> um, let me just... But no, incredible weekend. Many thanks to uh, Chris Taker, especially, uh, the main guy who, who, who arranged the whole thing. But the all the Warmasters guys, um, it's, it's an incredible club they've got set up there now. The, the things they're doing for the community, the streams, and how quickly those streams are available on YouTube. Half of them were on there before I'd driven home. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely great. It's really striking while the iron's hot after an event. Really get the get the stuff up there. And and, and just, yeah, running running a great event. The, the, the split between the two days was absolutely spot on. Um and yeah, nothing but positive things to say. Apart from yeah. that, the mac and cheese has gone from the menu. That's really only the complaint. The only complaint. I, mean, I, I have to second that. Uh, yeah, fantastically organised. The format really worked well. And kind of catered to you know both sides of preferences of one versus yeah. two days. Um, that was excellent. And yeah, just I'm really shocked at the at just how good the quality is of the games that got recorded just with a cell phone, a stand, and those lapel mics. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really pretty... Yeah, the, the technology now is, like, really, really, like, there. Like, I need to get some of the, the mics. Like, um, I was talking to Chris, and he, he sent me, like, the link. Um, mm. And obviously, I've got, like, you know, uh, quite, a, quite a new iPhone and, uh, and a, a tripod. So it's all it's all good good stuff to get things. And I, wa- I want to do, like... Um, I want to get, like, an actual rig. You know, I don't know if you, if you saw it at Firestorm. They had, like, a, a full-on, like, gantry. And uh, there's one of one of the local yeah, that's, YouTubers. That's a couple, of, mm. couple of like local YouTubers to me all, all have it as well. But I don't have the the luxury of being able to, to cart loads of stuff to to events. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly fancy setting that up for for home. So hopefully my my quality will what will, I, will catch up. What I, what I do love about the streams though is is while the lapel mics are great in terms of cutting out all the sound around. I even I even know I went and had a conversation with. Um, 
it was with Dean during during one of his games, and and when I watched the stream back, couldn't hear myself. But yeah. it doesn't matter where in the room he is, you can hear Zilva on the mic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I heard, I heard him on Dan, on Dean and Dan's game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was on the table <laughs> next to them for that one, which is why especially you could you could really yeah oh, no. really really tell what's going on there. <laughs> it's good basically two two bat reps for the price of one yeah definitely well so so for the, the purposes of those in the chat uh, i'm just going about to post it so if you are looking at the that september event that we were just talked about the, the the welsh team event it's a two-day event um ah. and it's uh saturday the third sunday the fourth of september so get get your teams together get your uh, your airbnbs booked get your meets capacity ready to uh, accept like the, the number of juicy delicious places you can go and there's loads of vegan options too by the way Cardiff's like very multicultural very very like diverse I love I love Cardiff I miss it but um anyway so uh, yeah so go, go get your team together go and book I'll be there and uh, well we'll all be there unless Evan uh, decides that you know he's, yeah. he's, he's fucked it up somehow <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I think that's. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, there'll just be a frustrated captain prodding me a couple of weeks in advance to get my shit together. Just remind you to log Team. off of Elden Ring, and you'll be fine. You'll be... Team events are absolutely the best way to play War Machine. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they really are. are. If, if you've not been to one either, if you can get to a three-man team event, great. Five-man is even better. They are. Yeah, so it's good. it's the the, the peak really peak awesome. peak fun right there is uh, is mm. team events, um, but cool. So I Absolutely. think that's that's us covered. I think everything. Uh, obviously, there's a bunch of interesting things coming up. Um, like I said, check out the the Warsaw Warbusters uh, YouTube channel. There'll be some games. I think looking at the pictures, Paul looked like he was um, recording games as well. So there might be some on the um, Epic Flail uh, YouTube to go up. Um, yeah, they're going. Mm. Um, I'm so. I'm working through. I'm still working through um, editing. Um, sped up bat reps from the Welsh, so the next one will go up uh, over the weekend, I think. Um, and uh, and yeah, there's, there's some variety of other things going on, so so check them out. And uh, yeah, just uh, keep on uh, keep on playing some games and uh, enjoy yourselves. Thanks, guys, for joining us as always. And uh, yeah, we'll see you Excellent. next week. Bye.